Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Allow me to just emphasize. The miracle may not be what you ask for. But the miracle is what he says. Yeah. Hallelujah. God does not take orders from you and I. But he tells us what he's about ready to do. And sometimes he'll give you a glimpse of his purpose and intent. And I just believe that when we let God be God, what God wants to do is, is greater than what we can imagine when we let God be God. You ought to have an expectation on the table somewhere. Is there anybody in the house got an expectation? Is there anybody that expecting God to do something somehow, somewhere? Hallelujah. Let me, I'm not preaching yet. I'm just exhorting. We are on the 20th sermon of our series of finding yourself in Christ. And today, I, I want to deal, even you may be in the crushing, but I, I want to deal with a, a title that Mary Jane Bly made famous. No more drama. <laughs> I, I think it's appropriate for where we are in our text. Hallelujah. Don't need to stand because I'm going to exegesis as I read it. Amen. Amen. Father, even now, allow your presence to rest on us. Lord, give us the want to hear. Because our flesh wants to resist what your word has to say. Give us eyes that want to see. Give us the will to want to do. Because our blessing, our strength, is in no one but you. Even now, Lord, even now, Lord, have your way. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. The soul R&B singer Mary J. Bly is, is famous. She's called the, the, the queen of soul. She was the one that sung with the rappers during the NFL uh, halftime. And I believe she sung this song. The amazing thing is that after she got finished, she fell flat back. <laughs> because drama will exhaust you. And perhaps the drama I'm talking about is not the drama you have in mind because most of the time when we talk about drama, we're talking about drama on the outside, but I'm talking about drama on the inside. I'm talking about that, that which that, that brings drama to us because if you got drama on the inside, it, it literally draws drama. But that some of us don't know what to do with peace. If, if things get peaceful, we start drama. She says in her song, she says, so tired, tired of all this drama. You go your way, I go mine. No more, no more, I need to be free. I'm so tired, tired, tired of all this drama. Broken hearted again, another lesson learned. Better know your friends or else you get burnt. Gonna count on me 
because I can guarantee that I'll be fine. No more pain, no more pain, no more pain, no more pain, no more drama, no more drama in my life, no more in my life. No one's going to make me hurt again Why I play the fool, go through ups and downs, knowing all the time you wouldn't be around. Maybe I like stress. Because I was young and restless. I do think that sometimes we like stress. I think that sometimes, though, we say we don't like it. Why do we, why we keep going through the same old thing the same way? I seen young ladies that would have a, 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 a good boyfriend, a young man that really loved them, would open up the door for them, and they would leave the good man, go with. Because inwardly, they didn't feel like they deserved to be treated well. When you grow up in a family of drama, when, 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 we, when we are born and found, that's, that's, we think that's norm. So unless mess is going on, and Lord, don't talk about generational drama. You know, we talk about baby kids. Yeah, because they got baby mama and baby daddy. They get it from somewhere. And what we don't understand is that one of the things that Satan stole from us in the garden is the peace of God. The, the inward drama is the self-insecurities, is the self-stress, is the self trying to find peace outwardly, trying to find someone to make us okay. And, and Lord, help you if you hooked up with somebody that's tr that wants you to make them okay on the inside. The whole album that Mary J. Bly sang, it, it, it's, it's that, it, it really represents a turning point. Every song, she, she had gotten to the place, money, fame, everything you think that, that a person wants to be okay. Listen, money don't make you happy. Fame don't make you happy. Not that. The more stuff you have, the more drama it brings. God has called us back to what we walked away from in the garden. And I hate to say this, but we as Christians many times don't know the difference. Just because you saved don't mean you're delivered. And God is saying, but I give it to you. This is in the salvation package. And us not knowing whose we are and who we are in Christ, we can live a lifetime messed up in our thinking. You know what? I hate to say this, but I say this. Many of us are hiding behind smiling faces. Still haven't forgiven. Still haven't let go. Still, the, the, we blame everybody else, but what, 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 what? Can't nobody take your peace 
if you don't let them. Because the peace the Lord gives don't come from earth. It's a blessing from him. Oh, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. I just, I'm just, let me get into the text. Look what it says. Paul the apostle, which means sent one of Jesus. Listen, by the will of God. He said, I didn't save myself. I didn't call myself. I did not give myself this assignment, but this is the call of God on me. You, you may not know this, but you got a call too. God, God has purpose in you. He has intent in you. And, and nothing satisfies you more than doing what God has created you to do. Listen, it don't have to be a big thing. Just touching other how can I say? I'm going to say this. God has called you to be a servant. And serving other people. That's why he says that it is more blessed to give than receive. And some of us just want to receive, receive. And so receiving don't make you happy. I tell you what, when you are touching other people's lives, it blesses you. When God is using you, to make a difference. And you don't have to broadcast it. Hello? Because when we broadcast it, we're doing it for the wrong reason anyway. There's nothing greater than when someone sees not you, but Christ working through you. He says, he says, he goes on to say, he says, to the saints. You know that, that if you said God calls you a saint, this Catholic notion that you have to be at a certain level and then you are voting in as a saint is a lie. The fact that God saved you by the blood of Jesus makes you a saint and you're in a process of being sanctified. That means set apart, becoming like Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hold on, hold on, let me add it. If you let him. Are you fighting God from changing you? You can be saved and refuse to grow. You can be saved and resist the Holy Spirit. When we talk about the grieving the Holy Spirit, we ain't talking about that, that you won't shout. What shouting have to do about it? Most shouting isn't about God anyway. Most shouting is about we, we got a problem and we thinking about our problem. We ain't thinking about God. And we, ah, shut up! I have no problem with Holy Ghost shouting that you got a deeper revelation of God. But most of our stuff is our mess. And until we understand that there's a deeper work of the Holy Spirit that want to catch hold of us and change us from inside out and get us beyond religion and get us into relationship. Jesus, he says, 
grace. In the Greek, which the New Testament was, re- was written in, look what he says. He says, we just think that this is a formal greeting, like, hello, how you doing? Highly favored, blessed the Lord. And we just be lying. I'm not saying you highly favored, blessed the Lord. But, but if we catch you by yourself, that's not what you're saying. The way we greet one another many times, you know, people, I, I say, uh, uh, people greet me and they, they miss, you know, I say, I say, how you doing? I say, kept by his grace and mercy. And people say, that's such a downer. That's not a downer, that's true. I know who's keeping me. I, I know without his grace and mercy, I wouldn't be standing here right now. I recognize that that God got his hand of grace and mercy all over me. And no matter what befalls me, his grace and his mercy got me. They expect it. They want to say, hear me say, I'm good, I'm fine. Wait a minute, the truth is, regardless of what condition I may be in, regardless whether I'm up or down, grace and mercy got me. How about you? Can't be moved how I feel. What how I feel got to do with it? What, what I'm going to got to do with it? All I know is his grace and his mercy is consistent. And I'm grateful. Because that will never change. He's faithful. Uh, I haven't even got to it yet. Uh, but, 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 but it helps. This grace means, it means, it means, it means, it means that it is spiritual and it is especially a divine influence on the heart. Did y'all hear what I said? Has nothing to do with our situation. Is that God got you. And you know he got you. Even when the devil throwing everything at you, God still got you. Even though you got a pink slip from your job, God still got you. Even though you was diagnosed with cancer, God still got you. (laughs) We are so worldly thinking that we miss the true blessings of God is what happens in your spirit. Then it flows up through you. Matter of fact, this grace and peace that we're talking about, okay, go back to the next verse because we ain't going to get there, that's for sure. Verse 2. This grace and peace that we're talking about, watch this. It is the entry level of our blessing. When I read the book of Ephesians, I also have in my mind the book of of Joshua. It is the children of Israel moving from captivity, wilderness, into the promises of God. As Christians, the Ephesians is telling us now that you have moved out of being bound to Satan and been in wilderness, this is you walking into your promises. Y'all get that? The first battle that the children of Israel had to fight before they could walk in their blessings was the city of Jericho. They could not eat the land of fruit and honey. They could not 
walking in any of the blessing until they conquered this fortified city whose walls were so thick that they could run chariots on the top of it. The walls were so thick, they literally had apartments in the wall. That's why Rahab could have, 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 have a, a out the window of the wall. Y'all get me? Nobody could conquer Jericho. But if you were going to enter into your promised land, you had to go through. You know what's so interesting to me? The first group of people, though they were saved, never entered into their peace. Hebrews chapter 4. He said, though the good news was preached to them, they never mixed faith with it. You know the only thing that's stopping us is us? You know what would prevent us from walking in the abundance of God's blessing is us? Because until we believe him at his word, I'm not talking about salvation. I'm past salvation. I'm talking about after you get saved, you ought to be walking in some favor. You ought to be walking in some peace. You ought to be walking in some joy. You ought to be seeing the manifest presence of God in your life. And if you're not, though you're saved, it's because you haven't knocked down your Jericho yet. Oh, they, they, they saw a little bit of a miracle. Uh-huh. Their, their clothes didn't wear out yeah. 40 years. Uh-huh. Their, apparently their shoes grew with them. God gave them manna to eat. Yeah. But to get what God had for them as their purpose, they were supposed to be a witness to the world of who their God was. And because when God has already proven them himself, look what he says, 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 grace is, watch this, it is acceptable, you are now acceptable, it comes with benefits, it comes with favor, it's a gift, it comes with liberality, there's joy, there's pleasure, and it's thankworthiness. You know what he's saying? He says, our salvation, the grace that, that comes into salvation, comes with all of that. When the last time you had the joy of the Lord? And if you don't, what are you allowing to stop it? What's your source of joy? Who do you go to? David understood this in Psalms 27. He understood that here he is in trouble. Here he is running in desert. Here he is being chased by Saul for no, no, not, nothing that he has done. Listen, when God has favor on you, expect trouble. People are jealous of people who have favor. Oh, y'all don't hear me. If people see you walking in undisturbed peace, they don't understand why you ain't upset like they upset. Uh, shut your mouth. Uh, if anybody know what I'm talking about, just give God some praise. Just, just, just give God, that they know you're going through trouble and you still got a smile. You still got some joy. You still praising God and they looking at you like you crazy, like you done lost your mind. But they, what they don't understand is this grace and peace of God is real in your life. And you are allowing God to keep you 
I, I, I'm gonna say this. Oh, I'm gonna say this. Hold on to your seat belt. The problem isn't with the person who's walking in peace and joy in the midst of the storm. The problem is with the Christian that don't have it. Why don't you have it? You better go get your blessing. Talk to your neighbor and say, you better go get your blessing. I don't know about you. I'm trying to open up all the benefits of my salvation. You don't understand. I fought like hell to get here. Now that I'm here, I want all that God has for me. You don't know how messed up I was. Now that I got some peace, now I got some joy, now I'm not carrying that burden anymore. I'm not going back to hell for nobody. Been through too much. Experienced too much. To go back to that? Hell no. No, 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 no. We got to get serious. We got to get serious and take God at his word and fight like hell for the benefits he has given you. Can I, can I help you? One of our biggest problems is our mouth. Your mouth leads you into more trouble. Your mouth is stealing from you your blessing. I'm not talking about your mouth at church on Sunday. I'm talking about your mouth after church on Sunday. <laughs> no, no, no. He tells the, the nation of, of Israel, I want you to walk around the wall of Jericho for seven days, and on the seventh day, I want you to walk around it seven times, and don't open up your big mouth. If, if we're not, if, if we're not speaking life, it's best not to speak. You need to be speaking life over yourself, life over people, life. They, they've been understood this. Notice what he does. He, he first recognized who God is. And, and in order for you to catch hold of this, you must recognize who God is in your life. He said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. This salvation means deliverance. It means everything I need, God is. Then it gets so, so bad, he said, my God is so bad that, that, that I'm not going to let fear overtake me. If God is who he says he is, now watch this, to me, Not based on me, but based on who he says he is to me. Let me go back to Ephesians chapter 1. I'll come back there. In this, in, in Ephesians chapter 1, he, he says, after he talked about the, the peace and, and grace, I'll come back. He said, from God our Father. That's relationship. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, isn't he the father of us all? No. 
He's the creator of us all, but he is only father to those who's been born again. See, you have to be spiritually born into the family. That's why Jesus said you must be born again. I, I tell people this all the time. Before you were saved, grace kept you. No, I take that back. Mercy kept you. You know what mercy is? God not giving you the wrath that you deserve. Uh, I didn't get enough clapping on that. You, you, you know why we're not happy about that? Because most of us think we're good in ourselves. The truth of the matter is the, 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 the right of one sin is death. Which means that all of us should be burning in hell right now. Because we all did it on purpose knowingly. And if mercy had not kept us, the holiness of God would have destroyed us. But mercy said, wait. Mercy kept us from the wrath of God till grace can catch us. Uh, and grace is now you get what you don't deserve. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know why we're not jumping up and down? Because we think we deserve something. We equate to ourselves what God doesn't equate to us. Because the level that God has placed is himself. Now when you are saved, he puts in you his divine spirit. He puts in you the Holy Spirit. He has birthed in you divine sperm of his character. So regardless of what you don't do or do, God sees himself in you. It's in your spirit. Before you was born again, you was dead to God. And his mercy said, I still love her. I still love him. So God's mercy kept you till grace caught you. And now that he caught you, he calls you his child. Oh, somebody ought to give God some praise. Hold on, hold on. And God is the best father I know. It's funny, we're in the office, how much time I got? We're in the office and, and, and Justin, they, they, are, they got this little baby girl, three months, that they are taking care of. And I said, Justin, how's the little girl? Justin, where's Justin at? Just put on your mask for a little bit. And he just started cheesing. How's that little girl, man? <laughs> he gone, he gone, he gone, he gone, he gone. He gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. He gone. Ain't you gone? Yes. That's how our father is about each and every one of us. has so deceived us that we have missed God and his love for us. So therefore, we don't delight in him because we don't know he's delighting over us. What you saw with him is he delighting over that little girl. But what you don't see is that when she looks at him, listen, at three months, the smile, the look, 
She delights over him. How I know that? I see that with my grandchild. And when I see how he looks at his dad, look at him up, and just grin and just, and just go over himself, I said, that's delighting. That's delighting. And, and it makes them delight over him because his heart is innocent. You know what we lost? We have lost the innocent of heart. Therefore, our view of God, of love, of relationship is so contaminated. That we miss out on the blessings that God has for us because we have trouble trusting him at his character, at his word, and who he is. And we are going to the world, and when we turn to the world, we are groping in darkness. No peace, no real joy, bondage, deliverance. Matter of fact, our love has conditions now. And we are missing what he says to us. Listen what this what this peace says. It says peace means, it means it means a peace, a, a, a prosperity, a quietness, a rest. Listen, set at one again. Set at one with God. Listen, God, 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 God said, I have by my own grace. By my sacrifice on the cross, I have removed everything out of my way from seeing you as my child. Colossians says this. He says that every ordinance, everything that was against us, he nailed it to the cross when he nailed Jesus. To the cross. Let, let me explain. I know I don't got much time. I know I don't got much time. But 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 when a person in the Old Testament was in debt, they, they would post their their debts on the post of the house and say they are indebted in this, and this is what they're in debt for. One of the ways that they would counsel that debt, they would take a nail and put a nail through it, saying, pay for it. Been blotted out. Not in debt no more. You know what I'm saying to you today? God sees you as though you have never sinned. Not based on you, but based on Jesus. Based that he paid the price for every sin. Past, present, and future. Let me ask you, how can we not love a God like that? How can we not praise a God like that? How can we not serve him and trust him with everything? My brother and sister, I, I know I'm not going to get where I want to go to. But there's two more scriptures I want to share with you. One is in Ecclesiastes. 3 and 11 out of the Amplified, and he says, he has made everything beautiful and appropriate in his time. He has planted, watch this, eternity in us. Now, hold on, hold on. The only thing that is forever, and eternity means no beginning and no end, is God. Listen what God is saying. I have planted a sense of myself in every human being that is born. So I said, 
Then he goes on and say, and I say that. So there's no excuse for nobody not to follow that sense that will lead you to Jesus Christ. Why? Because God has placed it in you. And when you don't know him, there's a God-shaped void. Huh. Listen, he said, a sense of purpose working through the ages which nothing under the sun but God alone can satisfy. Let me ask you, what you chasing? What you looking for? David said in Psalm 27, he said, he said, you know, that, that he's my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? Then he goes down and he says, he said, in my time of trouble. Yes. In my time of trouble. Is there anybody in trouble? Is there anybody have trouble in their life? He said, in that time. I know that there's going to be trouble. But in that time of trouble, listen, he hides me. Have you found your hiding place? Have you found that place where you know how to get along with God? Have you found your closet where you can go praise him and thank him? Have you gotten to the place that you steal away? And there's nobody but you and your father where you can tell everything that's on your heart. You might put on some songs, not that fast, but, 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 but some worship, some hymns where you can let go of all the burdens and you haven't found your hiding place, your pavilion, your tabernacle. I don't know how you do it, but you need to do it. Can I give you an example? Is it Acts 16, verse 22 to 34? Paul and Silas have been preaching the gospel. There was a young lady who was a fortune teller. And she was demonic possessed. We got Christians that go to fortune telling. We got people God call way at 1-800 Miss Cleo tell you your life. Why would you run to the devil to tell you something about your life? Well, they knew this, and they knew that, and they knew that. Yeah, their familiar spirit is talking to the familiar spirit that is watching you because it's been watching you since you was born to trip you up. So, of course, it knows something because spirits talk to spirits. Shut your mouth, Tracy. Okay, let's go on. Paul cast out the demon, and she couldn't do it anymore. So her owner got mad and started a riot. And Paul it said, they was beat with rods. It says, it don't forget how many, it says many. And then because the jailer was charged, don't let them go, he put them in stocks which means that their legs are probably in stocks and they're laying on the wounds of their back. And it said, at midnight. Oh, shut your mouth. When the devil got busy telling them, your God has left you. It said they started singing and praising. Oh, somebody need to hear me. You need to give God a sacrifice of praise. 
You know what a sacrifice of prayer? Well, David says it in the 27th. He said, he said, I go to the rock that is higher than I am, and I give him a sacrifice of praise. That's a praise that costs you something. That's a praise that when you don't feel like it, that's a praise when all hell don't broke loose and Satan is talking to you. That's the time when you shouldn't complain. You shouldn't be talking about how bad it is. You ought to open up your mouth and start giving God praise. Start talking about how good he is, how far he brought you, how God made a way out of nowhere, how God healed you in your sickness. And even though you're in a place that you don't like, he's still good. He's always good. He's right now God. He's a mighty God. Start singing. Start singing love songs to God. Start telling him, I still trust you. I still walk with you. Regardless what they do to us, we're going to praise you. God saw them praising him with a sacrifice of praise. And God started thumping his foot to the song of praise. And the jailhouse started shaking. And chains started breaking. And the next thing you know, they were set free. Maybe, just maybe, your deliverance is in your praise. Maybe, just maybe, your healing is in your praise. Maybe, just maybe, your change is in your praise. If anything gonna be done, it's gonna be done because you opened up your mouth. Somebody ought to praise him. Somebody ought to say thank you. Somebody ought to say glory. Somebody ought to say, hold on, hold on. Hold on. After me preaching this, some of us sitting there and still, and still in your stubborn self, haven't opened up your mouth. And God will give us exactly Angels praise him. Hallelujah. Let the rocks cry out. Hallelujah. If God saved you. Hallelujah. If God be good to you. Hallelujah. You may be cute, but you're not that cute. You know what's so awesome? And I'm done. God says, let me show you something. Let me show you something. He says, because of the sacrifice Jesus made for you and I, when everyone, because even those hellbound is going to be in heaven for a minute. And Jesus is going to Stand there in all his glory, all his majestic, and we're going to see him as God. And Philippians says, and the father is going to say, my son. Then scripture said, every knee. Every knee. After what he did, after the sacrifice he made, after what he went through for the glory of the Father, God the Father said, everyone, I don't care who it is, everyone, the, the impact. 
pause. You're going to fall prostrate on our face. Then it said, and every tongue. I don't care who it is. The devil and the demon's going to fall. And they're going to say, Jesus, Jesus is Lord. I don't know about you. I'm not waiting till then. But I praise him now. I thank him now. He is Lord now. I lift him up now. And God the Father will bless those who praise his name. Do you know him? Do you know him? There's a number that's coming up on the screen. For those that are watching, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, you better get to know him now before you have to bow in and then go to hell after you bow. Today, his grace, his mercy, his peace can be yours. The day I came back to him, the weight of the world came off my shoulders. And it's been years since I heard birds going tweety, tweet, 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 tweet. But all of a sudden, I saw it. I felt it. What a change he made in my life. How about you? And if he did it for me, he would do it for you. The 400 number, 5131, a minister will answer. I'll call you back. These ministers will minister to you. If you're in the house and you're out at church and you need to be back in church, they will pray with you. If you need someone just to pray with you, they will pray with you. If you need to know Jesus, they will show you how to accept him. Father, even now, Lord, you said that you have already put this in our salvation package. Father, we rebuke Satan in the yes. name of Jesus that he has no power over us. It's your peace. It's your grace. It's your joy. It's your love that you give to us. Now, Father, let it overflow to every person that's under the sound of my voice. Lord, fill us. Fill us with your spirit that we may know how real you are, how good you are, how mighty you are. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Give God Amen. some praise. Rejoice! Come on, everybody, rejoice! This is the day the Lord has made me glad about it. Rejoice! Come on, everybody, rejoice! Oh!